what's going on everybody welcome to the patio i know it was a little cool out tonight but yeah. i still wanted to get on the patio tonight y'all can see i got the little fire pit going to give us a little ambiance i didn't even think dang it i should have turned on the lights because once the sun goes down i didn't even think about turning them on. uh hey google turn on string lights okay not you honey i keep forgetting hey, cut on yeah no I, okay oh. i keep forgetting when i got my phone open and i say hey google the phone thinks i'm talking to it so it responds <laughs> instead of my google over there you. on the counter so okay. that's why i was like i'm not talking to you <laughs> but i saw yes you touched my but anyway yes so hey rick i hate you weren't able to make it but how's the graduation going are you at graduation on your phone rick you missing out right believe you're you not are, here exactly you're about to miss out on the cameo bobo I was looking experience forward to and pretty ricky is he i is, i, he I is see all of the you know attention that he gets oh the, the ladies love yeah. him. and the, here's i the wanted to thing. experience it he didn't <laughs> believe me when i kept saying the ladies love them some pretty ricky he was like no they don't know whatever <laughs> I was like, okay, I know what you think. The ladies love them some yeah. pretty Ricky shoes. So yeah, so you have to come back again. So I have to can, come back again. So you can meet pretty Ricky because yes. I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy yourself tonight and you're going to want to come back Definitely. and feel the ambiance on the patio. Yes, I, I think, love it already. Yeah, the, the, it's not too bad right now because it's. I was like, it's, it's supposed perfect. to drop. Yeah, no, it's, it's perfect. It feels real good out yeah, here with the perfect. fire pit going. And so we're going to relax and have and i keep saying it because i love that that's on your website uh -huh. the cameo Bobo <laughs> experience like thank you let me set thank the tone <laughs> for what is about to happen thank you are you. about to have an experience an experience i okay. love it okay i love it love it love it i was like okay i see and i start reading out i said okay this thing thank you, girl. Right. thank you yes thank you. Thank you are doing it so, y'all, and I know I've said her name so many times, but 
but I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Thank and you. then we'll tell me a little bit about you. I really want to know how you got started. Okay. Okay. That's what I really want. All right. Hi, everyone. My name is Cameo Bobo. Uh, I'm originally from Jackson, Tennessee. I came okay. to uh, Middle Tennessee to go to school at MTSU. And okay. so after I uh, graduated, I graduated pregnant with my son two weeks before, uh, two weeks after graduation, I had my son. And so I just stayed up this way because his family, his family is from this area. Okay. And I knew I would have help with him. So that's how I got to this area. Uh, yes, my real name is Cameo Bobo. I saw that yes. in your, in yeah, your that's, bio. Yeah, that's, that's my real name. That's my real name. I was going to ask I know. that until I saw it in your I bio. I know. Some people are like, that's not your name. I'm like, yes, that's my real name. So, Were you named after the group? So a little bit of named after the group. And are you familiar with that Cameo brooch? There's a brooch. Um, with the with yeah, a woman's with, yes. image. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's supposed to stand for the perfect woman. Oh, my okay. father said when he had me, he had the perfect daughter. Oh, so he named me Cameo. I know, isn't that sweet? Aww. That's a sweetie pie daddy. So, so that's the story that I tell. He also liked Cameo, too. But <laughs> that's the story that I tell. Okay. So, well, your story is, is sweeter. I like that one better. Tell Daddy, stop saying right. you named after the I know. Movie. I'm like, yeah, you got to tell that part no more. This is not a story. That's yeah, your so story is cute. Thank I like you, that thank one better. You, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So, um, as, as, at an early age i had a love for fashion my grandmother okay. would take me shopping let me buy whatever i wanted and that kind of birthed in me a love for fashion so i came up here to go to mtsu and majored in fashion merchandising okay once i graduated from school as i mentioned i had my first well my only child at this at, right now right now maybe i have another child one oh, we'll well you never know you're we'll, still young you, yeah yeah so it kind of but okay. <laughs> oh but yeah so i had i was a single mom with a child right out of college and so i wasn't able to move to new york and pursue my dreams of fashion like i thought i would have mm -hmm. so long story short i started um designing clothes i had an original clothing line called cameo camille styles okay and so back then i was doing fashion shows all around nashville did my own fashion show and just grew from there and that's kind of how i got into doing events and doing fashion oh and from there i started working with bobby jones um started working with bobby jones and i was his uh a host for two of his nationally syndicated television shows and also did fashion shows for some of his television shows okay. and so that's what happened and from there i started uh realizing that i had a love for other areas so i got into music and i launched my career as a rapper in 2015 and okay. um i released four or five songs at this point and so my current song is 2022 is your year you ain't never gonna stop because god got you popping okay okay you so, ain't never gonna stop because yes. god got you popping yes. i like that you know okay. what i'm saying so uh just mm -hmm. a just a word of encouragement to let everybody know that life is gonna hit you you know things are gonna happen but just know that you can always rebound and that absolutely. every year can be absolutely. your year every year can be a year absolutely. you just have to speak it you know absolutely. a lot of times we get in those dark spaces and we stop speaking and mm. expecting good to happen and when it doesn't happen we Breathe. wonder why yes. we're not expecting it and thinking about it anymore because we're breathing that negativity yes yes we're and we're letting it take over our lives so yes, absolutely so I got into music and from music, uh, I started doing speaking events and speaking to young girls because I have a program called We Are Farm. 
And so we all find encourages young girls to know that they're fearfully and wonderfully made, beautiful, okay. unique princesses. So that's Aww. what mom stands for. Yeah. So it's for preteen girls because growing up, I was the um, only daughter. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a big sister. And so the things that I really wanted to ask my mom, I was too scared to ask her. And so I asked my friends. And so they gave me bad information and they mm-hmm. caused me to go down. You know, yes, I you know, know they how were, that goes. Yeah. Yes. Everybody knows that story. So I want to yes. serve girls as someone that they can, a confidant. Someone that they can come to for good wisdom and godly wisdom and stuff like that. So that's that. And then lastly, um, and you know, I'm still I was single during this whole time and I got into different relationships. And so one season of my life, I was with someone that I thought I was gonna marry. Ooh, that okay. ended up in heartbreak. Okay. Then a few months later, I met another guy that came highly recommended. Everybody was like, Yes, he's a great guy, girl. That's gonna be good for you, it's gonna work out. He ended up being horrible. It was the worst thing I've ever been through, like literally really bad. And so after that, I decided, you know what? I'm going to put Cameo Bobo first. All this love and attention that I was giving to everybody else. You know what? I'm going to give myself 100%. Do you feel like you were trying to get in a relationship because you felt like people were telling you you're supposed to be in a relationship or that you wanted a relationship? Well, this is one thing I feel like God told me at one point that I was my husband was going to open up a new level of my destiny. Okay. And when he told me that, I didn't ask what was the timing concerning that. I was just like, oh, okay, well, I need to get married. But it's a oh, new so level. You just started so doing- I started being open to the potential of working things out with people. And when you do that, you mm. compromise. Yes. Right? Yes. And when yes. you think you need to be in a certain position, you start to put yourself in a position. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that it's right. It's the right position yeah. to be in. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I see now that's what I was doing, you know. And had I not had that focus in my head of okay let's go and get this going where i can do the work you know and just let things flow i would have seen clearer who those people were Mm -hmm. before i was madly in love and you know all this other part right but yeah so basically i got over those situations and i realized that um you know i had a gift for setting goals Uh, all my life i've been really good at setting goals and achieving goals but i realized i hadn't been consistent the whole time Mm -hmm. so um during that journey of putting myself first, I decided, you know what? I've never been out of town for New Year's Eve. Let's go out of town. So myself and two of my best friends, we went to Miami for New Year's Eve. Oh, we, rented, it okay. we, uh, we rented a drop top bed. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. We stayed in a nice beach front. Top said, down. No, it, we was, we was having a good okay. time. Okay. Cute and all that. All, all right. that. And so the morning of uh, the day after New Year's Eve, my best one of my best friends woke up and she was like, uh, you want to go down to the pool with me? And I said, if you'll go downstairs and work on your goals with me, because every okay. first day of the year, I work on my goals. And so uh, she went down. She I agreed. Oh, girl, we're going to talk about mm. that. She, yes, you are. Look at this. This was a goal. You manifested it. You took steps I, towards I it. I can't really say it was a goal. It was a vision that I wanted to bring, because I'm more of a creative type. I, I get it. But to me, it's it's. it's, it's, it's it's in all in the phrasing, I okay, guess. Okay, okay. Yeah, but this well, was a vision that I yeah. felt I needed to bring to fruition. And that's the good that you touch on that because a lot of people set goals, but the reason why they don't see them come to pass is because they don't ever visualize it. Yeah. They don't I have to visualize it. You have to see it. it. If I you don't have see to see it, it. I can't like that's it. that's it. You have to see yeah. it. 
But uh, so yeah, we went down and we worked on my our goals. And she reminded me that this is something that I did every year. When we got back to Nashville, she asked me to do a goal setting workshop for her board. Um, from there, I started doing goal setting workshops around town. Eventually, I wrote a book, and now I'm a goal setting expert, and I have clients oh, and membership. Okay. So uh, that's my walk down how I kind of got where I am and all of the things that I do. Okay. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like how you each thing catapulted you to something else. And you didn't allow that vision to stifle you. Because sometimes people are like, well, this was a vision I saw, and they're too afraid to divert to anything else yeah. because they want to stay comfortable in where they're, they're at, yeah. which is probably kind of me because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable like where I'm at. And when people come at me like, oh, you should like our conversation like, yeah, that we, we had first met, yeah. when we first met. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm really comfortable with mm-hmm. with what I got going on. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't foresee it, mm-hmm. and I don't, I just, I don't visualize it, and mm-hmm. that's that's why mm-hmm. I, I don't have that vision. Mm-hmm. Look at you! You're not gonna talk me into it. You're not. I, 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 I'm, I'm being quiet. I'm being. Because <laughs> you know, I got something to say. I said, <laughs> hey, Sherry, welcome. Sherry is tuning in. Yeah, Hi, I Sherry. know you got something to say, <laughs> but I, I I love that each step you found out something else that you enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. And so you took that other joy that you found and made it in, an, in another business. Yeah. And entre- that's, do you know how many people wish that they could do those things? But really the only thing that stops them is themselves. Yeah, their fear. And their fear. So y'all need to go and check out the Cameo Bobo experience yeah. and go through her goal setting courses. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people... Me, myself, like I said, this show is all about true self-reflection. So mm-hmm. I have to be honest. I am not a goal setter. Mm-hmm. I am not that type. What happens to me when I set a goal is then now I'm so focused on it, it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I don't know how to set that goal and not stress myself out about it, about making sure that I reach it. Because then if I don't, if I don't reach it at the time that I said I was going to reach it or set it, then it frustrates me. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, not setting a goal. You feel you feel the structure sometimes is intimidating. Of The structure of setting a goal sometimes is intimidating to you and stops you from moving forward. So you just say, I'm going to do something, and you do it. And yes. It's kind of. Yes, and yeah. it happens. And mm-hmm. I say, I'm going to do it. Then there's no stress on me yeah. on having it completed by a certain time. I didn't say I was going to have it done by this day. I just said I was going to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so now I've gotten it done. And that's okay. Yeah, but and I then- cannot set stuff. Woo, girl, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. not how my personality mm-hmm. is set up. I understand that. And I think maybe it's a perspective shift with that. Because I agree. You, you're going to do it. Yes. Yes. You just don't like the feeling of not getting it done on the day or the time. It's something about if I set a time limit or now I'm in a panic about making sure I hit that deadline Mm -hmm. as opposed to me just saying I'm going to accomplish it, but not setting a deadline for it, just saying I'm going to get it done. That's okay. Yeah, I can't do deadlines. They make me... Yeah. Be like no, I can't do it. I mm-hmm. can't do it. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. <laughs> you just don't like doing it. I do not <laughs> like doing it. I do not like doing it. Uh, literally, it is just something. It's a mindset thing. 
and I have yet to figure out, and I realize it's just really my own perspective, and I have not figured out yet how to change that perspective when it comes to setting goals. What goal, if you don't mind me asking, because mm-hmm. I know you're hosting, I'm the guest. No, go ahead. No. Uh, was there a goal that you set after that you didn't achieve at the time you desired and you felt disappointment or overwhelmed because of that? No, I can't really say that. Okay. Uh, I think for me, it's just a mindset. Thing. Okay. Okay. I don't like limits. Mm-hmm. I don't like, mm-hmm. I, I like to feel free. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I something yeah. about having a limitation. That the control, just, you yeah. feel like it's controlling. And yes. Type and I like to be in control. I don't mm-hmm. like anything else controlling me. I guess that could be it. Mm-hmm. I, I am definitely a control freak. Mm-hmm. And so setting a goal, if something happens that I'm out, that's out of my control, then now I'm trying to, yeah. So even when you set the goal in a day yourself, Yes. You still feel that? Yes, I still feel that. Okay. I still feel that. I still feel that. Because I feel like I have to meet that goal. Mm -hmm. And if I don't meet that goal at the time. What does it mean? I don't know. When you don't meet it, what does that mean to you? I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't meet the goal. And so I don't want to deal with that disappointment. So therefore, I don't set the goal. I don't set a time frame for it. Is it wrong to move the date? No, it's not wrong. It's it's definitely my perspective of okay, it okay because i agree no it's okay, not wrong because okay. i've moved dates before and okay. be like oh no okay well I, now i'm gonna push this back it's just a mindset thing mm-hmm. for me I, okay. I just it's something about it that yeah. i don't like mm-hmm. but like you said i until you said it to me i never really realized like yeah i look at it as i have a vision but i don't mm-hmm. i don't set a goal for it like i have a vision and i'm gonna bring that yeah. vision to fruition but i can't do goals it's something Ooh, about it. I think you do goals. You just don't use that word. I don't use that word. <laughs> I don't like that word. Yeah, so I mean, maybe that's what it we're is. We're here today. And, and you, my goal was to have you on. And I'm here. And we set a day. Yeah. I had a vision to have you on when I met you. And we set a day and we made it happen. And I brought my vision to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a goal setter. You're a goal setter. I don't okay. like that word. You live your best life, girl. I am living my best yeah. life. I am enjoying my time. I am enjoying doing the show. I am enjoying having you Thank on. You. Thank you. I want to go back to something else you okay. said. You mentioned about the song that you have yes. out. Yes. So tell everybody how can they find if they wanted to download or yes. listen to the song. Please. How could they find the song? It is available on all music streaming platforms. So if you listen to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, however you listen, Google, however you listen to your music, okay. just you can say, hey, Google, play Cameo Bobo 2022 is my year. And it'll pop up. And so it's available on all streaming platforms. And type in my full name, Cameo Bobo, and you'll see my other music. I I write music that motivates and inspires people to go after their goals and feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't call it inspiration music because I got other, you know, I got all kind of music, but I just really feel that there's power in our words and there's power in music. Absolutely. And so when I'm writing my music, I'm really mindful of what the person is going to walk away after after they listen, the walk walk away with the feeling, the feeling Mm -hmm. that they have after they listen to my music because music is a big I you know you're probably a music lover too. I, do. I love music and there are songs that I can listen to and I remember exactly what I was going yes. on in my life. Mm-hmm. Music that you know there could be a lyric, there could be a word that just 
help my mind get out of depression mm-hmm. or get out of sorrow or give gave me hope absolutely and i just think that it's um two things i feel like god told me that are ir- ir- irreplaceable on this earth are books and music you know and you can read yes, a book because from once a long that, time yes. ago you once can that listen. knowledge is gone it's it's, it's there and yes. so the music that I put out, no matter, you know, whoever listens to it while I'm here on this earth, it's there to be listened to yes, later. For a lifetime. You know? Yeah. And so I'm very honored that uh, I'm able to put out stuff like that. And so I really take um, a lot of thought into what I put out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, are your songs gospel? No, uh, they're not. Okay. No, I don't consider myself a gospel artist. I just am a Christian that writes music and okay. stuff like that. But, okay. you know, I, I'm probably not the average person what somebody would consider i don't write christian rap so i'll say it that way i don't consider it christian rap okay but that's what i think but you might listen to it and say different no you know what i feel like nowadays (coughs) it's difficult to put everything in a box yeah and music is changing like artists out now i don't even have a clue but like who is this <laughs> like i have yeah. i have no but the different songs the type of music dance everything is evolving yeah and changing mm-hmm. so you can't put everything in a box and I so know. these different labels that we had way back in the day don't really apply now yeah and so now we have to different categories right to be you know more broad and more open to because people are diverse and doing yeah, different things they're doing now. different things i yeah. just call it hip-hop r&b when i have to make selections of genre mm-hmm. but um i wouldn't consider myself a christian rapper because i don't i don't believe that i write i feel like christian rappers um uh there's a how can i say uh a message to bring you to christ through uh, okay scripture reference mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or, you know what i'm saying mm-hmm, like that and i don't do mm-hmm. a lot of that in my music but it's not that i don't desire for people to possibly explore that but you that's know? not your goal yeah What's my goal mean? is to just let them empower them and to let them know you know and he is for you and okay. you have more control over your life than you give yourself uh permission to have i can agree with that you know i can most definitely agree with and that. a lot of it starts in your thoughts absolutely and i believe that absolutely. through my music i can affect you to have a good thought and that's if right. i can do that hey we winning and that's you know? kinda, <laughs> I, I, I feel you on that because that's kind of how i feel about um the show because the show is about being able to be open and see yourself from a different perspective and open your eyes and once your eyes are open to that other perspective now you have a choice you can either continue down the path that you're on or you can make a decision an informed decision to take a different route and so it empowers people i feel like to say okay i see it now i see what they meant when they told me that okay now i can either change their perception of me or i can feel content with allowing them to see me that way but if that's the the road i choose now i can't complain about it and that's what i tell people all the time once you see it you no longer have the right to complain because now you're aware right you're completely and totally aware your eyes are open and you understand why people perceive you they perceive you 
now it's your choice whether you want to do something about it. And so I was that type that I used to complain all the time. I was like, why do people think I'm mean? Like, why do you see me as mean? Like, I'm not mean. Mm-hmm. And so I had a mentor one time tell me, she said, Karen, you have multiple people telling you the same thing about yourself. Only common denominator is you. And so I had to take a step back and think about that. Wow. Okay. Is what they're saying, is what they're saying really true? Right. Can I see myself through their eyes and from their perspective? Mm-hmm. And when I took a step back and I saw it and I had to say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I see it. That's good. That's I, can, good. I, I, I see it now. Like all this time where I used to say, no, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. I see it now. I understand it now. And so now that I'm conscious of it, I understand what it is about my body language sometimes that makes people think that I'm being defensive. Mm-hmm. I understand about how sometimes like I, I have a tendency, like if I'm walking to have my head down and not make eye to eye contact. So I give off all of these things that say, don't come into my space. And then I wonder why mm-hmm. people don't want to come into my space. Because you're giving up all these signals that say, don't bother me, don't touch me. And so now I have to be aware of that because I really do want people to come into my space. And so that's what the show is about, being open to that other perspective. That's awesome. You may not necessarily totally agree with it, mm-hmm. but can you admit to yourself that there's a little bit of truth behind it? And once you can admit that little bit of truth, then that gets you to start thinking, okay, I can see it. I can see it because as much as we want to complain and say we don't care what people think but other people's perception really kind of drives how your world is going to go yeah yeah and, and whether you believe that or not but it, it does because if my perception if my perception is bad then i'm gonna tell somebody else and then they're gonna tell somebody else and then you're trying to fight and, and trying to get people to see you differently yeah. but no but you had that one person that had that bad perception Right. And you refuse to see why they had that that bad perception of you, and now it's been spread. That's good. And so people don't think about that. And now because we're quick to say, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Yeah. You really do care. Mm-hmm. You really do. And you have to care. You really want to, because you know. And I've talked about how you know people have lost jobs and and had stunts and growth and opportunities because we refuse to see ourselves. I love how you are so clear and honest about that topic when you talk about that. I feel like I can't ask you to self-reflect if I'm not going to be honest with myself and tell you where my flaws are as well. Because I don't want you to be afraid of admitting and seeing that you had a flaw. Because, hey, we're all human and, and, and nobody is perfect. Right. And we all have flaws. But once you see it, now you have an opportunity to correct it if you choose to. Right. And and that's the whole point of the show. Like you have that opportunity. You don't even have to agree with it. Mm-hmm. But okay, but now I know. So now I have the opportunity. I can choose mm-hmm. whether I want to do something about it or not. Yeah, self-reflection takes a lot of honesty. Yes. And it takes a lot of um, courage. Yes. It, it really does. And I think that, you know, I think we talked a bit like about this when we first met about evolving, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. so self self reflection and facing your issues and what's going on with you and why that's going on with you. That's going to make you evolve. 
Absolutely. And you're just gonna walk in more of your purpose and more of who you've been called to be. And it's just um gonna just take it a new level. So um I commend you for creating a show around that purpose. Thank you know, you. you're welcome. Because um a lot of women that want to act like they're perfect, but we're not. One hundred percent work in progress. All a work in progress. And one of the things that I love about this show is when I'm talking to somebody and they have that aha moment Mm -hmm. and you see it click Mm -hmm. with them and how the show got the actually how the show got started. It started out of a conversation that I was having with a gentleman. Well, it was a gentleman and a lady and we were talking about some things that were uh, that was going on in their world. And the guy was having issues uh, with his wife. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about the issue that he was having and all he was giving me was his perspective. And I said, well, okay. I said, let me tell you how she felt. Let me give you a different perspective. Let me help you to understand how she was feeling in that moment. And he was like, oh, so you're trying to tell me I'm wrong. I knew you. I said, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're wrong. What I'm saying is I'm trying to help you see her side of it. Mm-hmm. And give you a different perspective to look at it. And when I gave him that different perspective, you could see he was yeah. like, "That's good." Wow, mm-hmm. I hadn't. He was like, and he literally said, "I had never thought about it that that's way." Good. And I said, "That's the whole point about self-reflection. See it from the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. Can you understand why they mm-hmm. said or why they did? Right. It doesn't necessarily excuse them." Yeah. But can you understand where they were coming from? <clears throat> and it helps with communication. Now you're better able to communicate with them because you understand why they reacted the way they reacted and mm-hmm. how they were feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't, we're all about us. And we don't really care about how the other person is feeling. You better preach because um, it's funny today I was thinking about how, you know, becoming self, uh, um, unselfish and uh, not keeping your your concerns at the top of the ladder all the time is a process yes you know if we were born selfless and born not thinking about self all the time how much better this world would be you know a lot of times a lot of miscommunication a lot of broken relationships Mm -hmm. are all because you are looking at what you think and how you feel and how you think that person should know how you think and feel yeah how they should be responding yes and not about who they are, where they are in life right Absolutely. now, what's going on in their life. And I'll give this this uh, example. Uh, I asked my son, I told my son, I said, did you put the trash out on the curb yet? No, put the trash back from the curb mm-hmm. yet. And he was like, no. And I was thinking, why didn't he think to, from me saying that, go out there and do it, do it. right? Because he's not you. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I'm walking to the car uh, to come over here. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get that trash can. I'm going to put it over here in the corner. And here, here I'm thinking, yeah, he going to see that I went and did it. And, and he should have done it. You know, and I said, Cameo, he is 20 years old. He, when you were 20 years old, did were you, you thinking about mm-hmm. anything that your mama said? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, uh, if this was me with my mom and dad, I always be trying to. But yeah. here I am. A grown woman yes yes i see good. how it is now mm-hmm. and so i said and it and i came to that realization i said man we are so selfish i said it's taking me this long to be able to turn all that whole situation around within two or three minutes of me walking that trash can over yes. there so that i left in the right mind and the right spirit when i left the house yeah i wasn't mad at him 
I wasn't. I'll continue to remind him about the trash. That'll continue to be his responsibility. Yes. But I'm not gonna go home and feel like my son don't care about me, don't love me. All because he, he didn't take the trash. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I chose to think about his perspective and not mine. So I I, I appreciate the conversation. I, it's it's not easy sometimes <clears throat> to get out of our own way. Yeah. Oftentimes it's about us. I mean, self, self, <laughs> self-preservation is number one. Yeah. Like, I mean, until you mm-hmm. have kids, self-preservation really is is, yeah. is number one. And then once you have kids, then they become your world until they're grown. And then you had them grandbabies in the grand, the honey, the grandbabies move. You move to heaven and earth for the grandbabies. I just went through that today because I had the grandbabies earlier. I, I love when my grandbabies come and visit. And my kids always laugh at me because I complain about what I want to complain. Mm-hmm. They know I fuss mm-hmm. about because I know the baby girl when she come in, she gonna want pancakes and eggs. <laughs> she is obsessed with her nana's pancakes. How old is she? She's five. Okay. She just, well, she's about to be five. Okay. And so she just has to have nana's pancakes. That's and so eggs. sweet. And so she came this morning, which she thought she was going to her other granny's house. So she ate cereal. And so on the way, my son-in-law was telling me, he was like, yeah, he thought she, she thought she was going to her other granny's house. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, you're going to Nana's house. And she was like, Nana's? Well, <laughs> well why are you driving so slow? The way it ran into traffic. He was like, what's taking you so long? Ah, she ran. Uh-huh. So when she came in and I was like, oh, so you ate breakfast already? And she was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, you had cereal? Mm-hmm. I said, so you're not hungry, are you? Mm-hmm. Ah. I said, no, you can't possibly want pancakes oh, and eggs. No, yes, she can. Yeah, so that's so sweet. She got pancakes. She already knew I was gonna fix her that's pancakes. That's so sweet. And eggs. That's I, I, I love spoiling them. I love when they come, but mm-hmm. you know, I also love to see them go. I yeah. love to see them go almost as much as I love to see them come. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, okay, now that I have so her sweet. time. But yes, I love my grandbaby. So, but we are definitely all about self until we yeah. have those loved ones or other mm-hmm. people come into our world that changes that perspective mm-hmm. but and it's funny you talk about the trash can because i had even on the birthday show i talked mm-hmm. about the trash can with my brother <laughs> and about him taking out the trash uh-huh. and so then the following thursday after the show he did not take the trash out to the curb <laughs> and then it was funny so this past thursday he took it out he and so mm-hmm. he made sure he told me that he said, you saw it to the trash out. Yeah. You saw yeah. it to the trash out. Yeah. I was like, yes, I saw yeah. you. I, 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 did, I did something right, I man. Did. I did something right. I thought about you <laughs> instead of me. And I told I him did. I laughed and I said, yes. I said, I laughed when I saw you put it out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but we, but that is, is inborn in us. Yeah. Self-preservation. Mm-hmm. But you'd be surprised how much your world opens up when you change that mindset. Man. But I have found the struggle is because everybody is really self. Mm-hmm. It is hard to find somebody else that's willing to open up and put you, you know, give you that say. And so I think that's what happens a lot in relationships is that one person is willing to open yeah. up and see the other perspective, yeah. and they end up compromising yeah. a whole lot more yeah. than the other person because the other person is still stuck in self. People really don't understand what love is. I can agree with that. They really don't understand what love is. And I think that it's imperative. I'm learning now that I show my son what love is. So that he can love a woman and understand when she's not loving him. 
I can right? agree with you on that. Because love is not him calling me and him texting me. Love is him liking me and talking nice to me when we're having a heated argument. Love is him not taking advantage of me when I'm in a vulnerable moment. You know, love is yeah. him looking out for me. Love yes. is him not manipulating me, yes. you know? And and I think that um, you just have to teach your children, this is what love is. And But see, that's the thing. A lot of times people don't know that what they're showing isn't love. I know. Because that's how they I grew know. up. I know. And I so know. if you grew up in that dysfunction, then you don't understand that I that's know. not normal mm-hmm. until somebody else comes along in your life and say, hey, whoa, that's, 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 that's not, not how that's, we show love. Yeah, that's not it. And so oftentimes people think the arguing, the fighting, yeah. and all of that is Man, like, oh. Did that mean they love me? Yeah, he that, loves me. If, he, not, would be, if no. he didn't love me, he wouldn't hit me. No, and I'm like, baby, no, if he loved no. you, he would not hit you. Right. Like, he would not hit you at all. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's, that's the wrong thought process mm-hmm. to think that that type of behavior is showing love. But if that's what they grew up seeing, you're right. Then they don't understand that that's not the norm. I know. Yeah. Well, that's that's so true, and um, I think that's why I do the things that I do because it gives me a platform to show people love and respect. Absolutely. And um, I I really try to give people uh, my all when we have an encounter. I I am the same way. I I try. When I have an encounter with some, uh, and I can't even talk, an encounter with someone, I try my best to treat them the way I want them to treat me. And so yeah. I know if I'm treating you with respect, then I'm expecting you to treat me with respect. Mm-hmm. And so if that's not what you're giving me, yeah. then I know I really, you're not yeah, somebody not I really have, this have a conversation My vibe going to move on to the right. other part of the room. Because right. I can get with you. Right, and we're not gonna do that. And I don't. And that's <laughs> one of the things I say all the time. And I tell people because I am the type. I go zero to one hundred. Mm-hmm. There's no in between. <laughs> I'm a zero to one hundred. But I like to stay at zero. I like to stay in my yeah. calm. And so I don't allow people. And I tell folks that all the time, baby. I'm not gonna allow you to get me out of my character. Yeah. You you can't pull. If I come out of character, it has to be choice. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna allow you to bring me. Out yeah, of I'm character. not gonna let you push me so far that I choose yes. to be someone that I'm yes. not anymore. Yes, because you know? that's when you say and do things you don't mean, exactly. and then words you can't take words. You can't back. take that. You can't. Once and they come people out, that use they their out. words freely like that, I be Ooh. like, you. I I'm not gonna say it unless I mean it. And I'm the same way. I'm not. And if I do say something that I don't mean, you better believe you get an apology from me. You're going to get one. And oftentimes, I didn't realize it came out the way it came out. And uh, that's why I'm I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. it came. Again, because I'm still learning how people perceive me. Mm -hmm. And there are still some things that are so natural in my personality that I fall back into it because I'm comfortable about that's who I am. Mm -hmm. And so I have to stay mindful of that when I'm talking to people. And it also made me think about professionally those areas Mm -hmm. I don't need to be in. Mm -hmm. Management Mm -hmm. is not for me. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work well for me. I am not that people person. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with emotions well. Mm-hmm. And even when I think I'm doing a great job and somebody coming in <laughs> won't talk to me about they 
woo woo that and i'm like we grown i pay you to come in here to do a job and i expect <laughs> you to do a job and i don't want to hear nothing else right. like all the rest of it mm-hmm. i can't do that mm-hmm. i used to tell my manager that i had a manager when i was working um for the little clinic at kroger mm-hmm. and she could bring you into the office and chew you up one side and down the other and you come out thinking the sun is shining and the flowers are growing and just like you just had the best conversation when you really just got in trouble Wow, but her the her the tone and her, the, the way she, she talks and it just like and I used to tell her all the time I wish that I could reprimand people the way you reprimand. I said I can't do it, and she'd be like, "Yes, you can." And I was like, "No, I can't do it." She did, and I would just be like, "Dang, I just got straight in trouble." Yeah, but I don't feel like it. Like, I still feel <laughs> she happy. edified me. Right, she encouraged like, me. Right, you still. You know, she supported me. to stay behind the scenes mm-hmm. i'm i'm great at being an analyst like those are a consultant you you got a problem bring it to me i'm gonna tell you how to fix it mm-hmm. but don't i don't want to i don't want mm-hmm. to manage your team and, and show mm-hmm. i'll train them i'll train them mm-hmm. but i don't want to be over them after they train mm-hmm. after the rest of that's on you because mm-hmm. i can't i can't do it mm-hmm. it is not in my personality mm-hmm. i cannot do it and so i am so content with the job that i have I'm behind the scenes. I do my job. I mind my business. I don't really like. I love interacting with people, but I don't have to be responsible for you. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm, I'm content mm-hmm. and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I was like, Mm-mm, I can't do it. I can't do it. All right, I'm gonna pull on a thread. You go right ahead. Pull so. on that thread, and I'm gonna tell you exactly why. Go ahead, pull on that thread. So <clears throat> you have such a gift. I do. You have such a gift, and. It is. I don't know what it is. My gift is not in managing people. I'm not. Well, okay. (laughs) I'm not saying managing people, but I really think uh, because you are so secure in who you are and uh, willing to evolve into whoever you need to become, that is what other people need to be inspired to do. And I understand it might it might not be management. It might be that you have a class. Or you have some type of program or you do a workshop, but it's something um, that is some way you're going to I feel like you're going to serve people on a higher level. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. I agree with you to an extent Mm -hmm. um, because. In the past, I used to do a lot of uh, education, health education, uh, physician education, and different things. And so I I love doing public speaking. Mm -hmm. I love education. I love getting up and sharing viewpoints Mm -hmm. and and those different things uh, with people. I 100% love. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm on when I do that. That, Like, that is... So me. Space. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I'm I'm in my own little world mm-hmm. when I'm up doing that. I don't uh I I won't say I don't. I have not had that vision yet. 
Well, let me back up because I'm lying. <laughs> I hadn't had that vision until after I met you. Really? I had not had wow. that vision until after I met you. And after you and I had that conversation, <clears throat> I kind of took a step back and I thought about it. Um, that is something eventually I can see, I can visualize myself doing. Um, I've definitely loved sharing my story about my journey of, of self-reflection and, and opening up and being very honest with people because you, you can't, I mean, like I said, you can't self-reflect without being honest. And I've had a lot of open and honest conversations on the show about my journey of self-reflection, like with my sister and, and the issues that we've had and, and how I finally opened my eyes up to how she saw me because mm -hmm. I didn't see it before mm -hmm. and, and those different things. And whenever I talk That's to so someone good. about that, they always are like, wow, you like, I wish so-and-so could hear you, mm -hmm. you know, you say that. And so I have not fully visualized that yet. What it articulated the But vision. I did make a step. <clears throat> okay. Because I reached out to a friend of mine, uh, Nakia Wright, uh, her and her husband on Big Love Smokes. Okay. You know, I'm not familiar with them, but yeah. Oh, she, where is her it? name is Lovely too. That's so oh, funny because wow. her name is Lovely okay. also. Um, here in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's here in Nashville. It's uh, in North Nashville, over in the Haynes Manor area. Okay. And is. so, because uh, she lives in a smoke to, shop too. Mm -hmm, wow. It is. Okay. And so they have an outdoor area where they do live music mm -hmm. and different stuff. They even actually had a, another uh, a great idea. I'm gonna have to tell her. I talked about her them on the show, but they have a mobile. Uh, smoke lounge and so you can book them they'll come cool. set up there and it's got like a little patio area right. and you can buy cigars That's and sit nice. and smoke TVs. Yeah. it's really mm -hmm. nice but i reached out to her about doing a show from big love smoke that'd be cool and so she was like i would absolutely mm -hmm. love that so mm -hmm. she and i are working mm -hmm. on coming up with uh, a date okay to come out and we stream the show and so and advertise it and maybe we can draw in an audience that would kind of give me an idea of what might come. of what it could possibly look like mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so i'm i'm testing the waters okay. i hadn't really had the vision until i met you mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. i'm i'm gonna i'm willing to step out there and and well test i'm the already waters. giving you a round of applause <laughs> Job. We will, we will see. Job. We will see because you know, I've always said I'm open to whatever this venture takes me. Like I have no set goals. Mm -hmm. I have no real set vision for the show. I right now is just something I'm I'm passionate about. Yeah, and I enjoy sharing that different perspective and trying to open people's minds up to seeing things in a different light, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to relationships. Because oftentimes that one person is compromising more than the other and they don't see it. Mm -hmm. And let me let me show you. And one of my biggest things and I hear women say all the time, I don't know why he keeps cheating on me. Mm -hmm. But baby, he keeps cheating on you because you allow him to. Yeah. And no, I don't have any control over what he does. No, you don't have control over him, but you have control over you. Yeah. You don't have to stay. Mm -hmm. And he keeps cheating because you know he knows you know you're, not going you're gonna nowhere. stay. You're not gonna go anywhere. Mm -hmm. 
So he can he can cheat without consequence. Mm-hmm. And all he got to do is say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I love or you. Or go through the hard time. Right. And he wouldn't do that. Right. Because he, he know in the that. end. Yeah, he know it's going to end. And then they say, good well, then, but I put him out. All he does is come back. He come back because he know you're going to let him. So I want you to be open to the perspective yeah. of you're making that choice. I want you to see yourself. You're continuing to make that choice of allowing him to do those things to you. You know, the, you already got it. It's already there. It's uh, it's already there. It's kind of like, you know, you can meet, just say you meet, you have a meeting of 15 women, right? Mm-hmm. And you go through your talk and you tell them your intro and everything. And you ask them, this is me just talking, you know, uh, write down five people that you wish, three people that you wish you had better relationships with, right? And we write down our three people. And then you begin to ask additional questions that help us think through this relationship. You know, what's the last last way they hurt you? How did you respond? Mm-hmm. How did they respond? And you, some type of way, incorporate your life stories with as we go through this process. And then at the end, you have a self-reflection time. Okay, let's look at their perspective in that situation. This happened, this happened, this happened. You know, and you give each woman time. This would be more of a small group time where you can do breakout sessions and they have a conversation for you to come back. But I can just see so much deliverance coming from something like that for women. Because um, I, I really believe that we are put here as vessels for God to use so he can show each person in the world who he is. And you got a piece of God that I don't have. You got a personality of God that I don't have. And you naturally, well, I won't say naturally because you grew into it. But right now you are naturally aware of other people's perspectives of you. You're concerned and want to make sure that they have a perspective that you're okay with mm-hmm. and you're willing to do something about it if Absolutely. they don't. Yes. You think that ain't what God feels? He wants people to see him for a sweet, loving God, not the God that looks down and shoot down fire. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, I, I you agree know, with you. I agree with and, you. And, and, and I think that it's our jobs to expose people on whatever levels to that. So I could just see people given a lot of deliverance from that because in my own personal life recently I've been trying to um one of my brothers I've been trying to rebuild our relationship and the end of last year God told me how he sees me and it almost floored me I couldn't believe it I love him I do anything for him but what he told me about how he sees me I thought oh my god that is it you know and then I started thinking about why mm-hmm. and then I thought oh oh I see it now. Uh-huh. And I'm big sister. So I don't have anybody big to look up to. Mm-hmm. I'm big sister. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it feels like to have someone kind of over you. You know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Mm-hmm. I don't know that feeling. And and I don't know that feeling I, as a man with a woman. Trying to be, oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm seven years older than him. Mm. Oh, okay. You know, but we're all close. You know, but... uh. It just really hit me, and and I had to do what you're encouraging others to do, and it's been getting better and better and better and better because I, had, I see it now. Yeah, you know I what had I mean? to do that with my sister. The the same thing. I used to say all the time. I always felt like 
growing up, me and my sister were in a competition. And I never knew what we were competing for. <laughs> like, I never had a clue what we were competing for. Is she older? And younger? She's older. I'm a okay. baby. Okay. And so it was when I started the show, and it was something on the show. I can't even remember what it, what was said, but it made me really take a step back and self-reflect and think about what people used to say to me. Hmm especially like my family and different things my brother and sisters and one of the things that my sister used to say to me all the time was i thought i was better than her and i would always be like no mm -hmm. i didn't think that mm -hmm. you know i didn't i didn't feel that mm -hmm. i was better. matter of fact from my perspective i felt like my brother and sister got everything like my like we were spoiled right mm -hmm. But they had more liberties than, than I had. Mm -hmm. And like they could fail and it mm -hmm. would be okay. Mm -hmm. But if I did the expectation it was, was different yes, for you. Told completely and totally different mm -hmm. expectation. And so I'm I'm viewing it differently. Like mm -hmm. I felt like I was the one that always got in trouble and right. they were harder on me than they were on her. But in her mind, Okay, y'all, we're back. I think we lost the internet <laughs> went down, and then we've got these spam people on here. Okay, y'all, we're okay. back. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so what I had to do was take a step back and see it from her perspective. And what I learned about myself was that growing up, I was I was an intelligent child. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so my mother, and my grandmother, and my teachers, and everybody, and you have to think about it. Back then, even though we were together, we were still kind of segregated. Mm -hmm. They still made a difference between the black kids and the white kids. And so I was always told, because I was smart, that I was better. Mm. You're better than the rest of these kids because you're smart. Hmm. You're better than your other fellow black classmates because yeah. mm -hmm. you're smarter. Mm -hmm. And like we'd go to class and it would be me, uh, my best friend, and a guy. We would be the only three little black kids. Mm -hmm. 
mm -hmm. in a room full of white kids. Wow. It's always it's better. And so subconsciously, mm -hmm. in my mind, I grew mm -hmm. up thinking. Mm -hmm. You were better than I'm the, better. your peers. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm better than you because I'm smarter than you. Mm -hmm. I'm more intelligent. Mm -hmm. I, I do things better than you. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, people have always told me that. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, it started to really resonate. And people would say, well, you always talk down to us. And I never even realized wow. it because mm -hmm. in my mind, I was just me. Mm -hmm. And then that, that journey of self-reflection and that light bulb switched mm -hmm. on. And I said, I kid it now. Mm -hmm. Now, does it excuse some of the things that she did and that we, you know, we went through and we said, no, it doesn't excuse the things that she did and said, but it did help me to understand. That's good. And so I said to her, you know, I told her about the show told her to go and listen to it and I told her I said I apologize to you if you ever felt like I made you or, or you, you thought that I felt like I was better than you because I really and truly did that was not my intent yeah. and I never understood it it was until a subconscious I, thing yes it, it was subconscious a, it yeah. wasn't a verbal of me yeah. saying I'm yeah. better than you yeah, I know I'm better than you going through your head. Right. I'm better than my sister my sister ain't good it, it was that. something that subconsciously in my actions yeah, my actions were and how people and now I'm aware of it, and so now it changed how I interact with her because now I'm aware of how she perceives me, and so that's what I feel like that's what I want. Oh, excuse me, people to gain from the show. Like, I had personal growth from that. It helped me to be able to relate to someone that in the past, we never communicated on the same level. Mm -hmm. And that's something I talk about all the time. Communication, you can talk to you blue in the face, mm -hmm. but if you're not communicating to that person on their level, mm -hmm. ain't heard nothing you said. <laughs> that's good. Ain't heard a word you said mm -hmm. because you're not communicating it <clears throat> on their level. Mm -hmm. And if you don't understand their perspective, you can't communicate to them on right. that level. Mm -hmm. You can't share or explain how you felt because they don't understand. You, you, you're talking on different levels. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to men and women, that is one of the yeah. biggest issues because men and women communicate differently. Mm -hmm. And women, we get frustrated right. because we want them to communicate to mm -hmm. us the same way that we communicate them. And we just don't. But that's not who they are. And, and we have to stop expecting ourselves out of them. And then men have got to learn how to communicate, period. Right. Because oftentimes they just want to shut right. down yeah. and walk off because they don't want to deal with it. Right. And so it's all They about, feel like it's too emotional. Right. And it's all about learning how to communicate on each other's level. That's good. And one of the things I, I have to say I love the most about doing the show is that men love they love they they love to come and share their perspective because yeah. they feel like I always get well we know we can come on your show and it's not going to be argumentative like I can speak and be honest about how I feel without feeling attacked That's or awesome. you know and I said well because the show is about being open to everybody's perspective so I'm not going to shut your perspective down mm -hmm. I really want you to share and be honest because oftentimes and I say this a lot to women is that how men really think or is that what we've been telling ourselves for years uh -huh. to make us feel better yeah. about ourselves? Yeah, men have hearts. 
Absolutely. Men have hearts. We, Absolutely. We, we think because we run into the ones that, you know, cheat and don't care and all that, that they don't have a heart. He had a heart, too. He did. He had a heart, too. He just had some, some was going on. They they are that, all you know what I mean. They're Something's all going on in the, different places, mm -hmm. and it's all about understanding that man. That's something we talked about on the birthday show because we were talking about understanding what the other person values. Oftentimes, we want them to value it. One of the things uh, my girlfriend was, she was like, well, I honey, I cooked him a meal and I did this and he act like he didn't appreciate it. I said, well, cooking may not have been something that he valued. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, what does he value then? But that Find been, out. That's what I said. That should have been a conversation <laughs> you should have had with him right. to figure out what it was that he valued. Because if you in here thinking because that's what people tell us, you know, wait till a man is in the kitchen mm -hmm. and cook a meal and you in here thinking, oh, mm -hmm. I'm going to get him by cooking him a decent meal. Mm -hmm. And if that ain't what he values, you're wasting your time. Another thing that women don't consider, and I had to confront this in my own personal life, a man tells you his attentions when you meet him. Absolutely. You know, and if a man tells you right now he just wants something casual, be mindful that cooking for him, sleeping with him, giving him your all, listening to him, whatever you're going to be doing will not change that, that decision. Absolutely. That has to be him the type decides to make a change of that decision and so when i meet people and they tell me something of that sort i'm like oh, okay cool well i'm not gonna go any further with you because i'm looking for a committed relationship and if you're already not looking for that we're not gonna go anywhere absolutely i care more about what i absolutely. want than trying to talk you into what i want absolutely I'm clear i about tell it. people that all yeah. the time Stop going into relationships or going into situationships or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, thinking you're going to change the other Man. person's mind. Man. And then the only thing that happens is you end up upset because you done got your feelings hurt because now you done gave your all and put into it and yep. then you didn't get out of it yep. what you were expected to get. But he told you from the jump yep. that's, that that's not what he was looking for. Right. And so you can't be mad at nobody but yourself exactly. because you did it to yourself. But now you want to be mad. And I hear this all the time. Well, he allowed me to do it. And I did. I cooked for him and I did these things and I did that. But no, baby, you did it on your own. Mm -hmm. Did he ask you to do it or did you choose exactly. to do it? Exactly. That's the difference. Did exactly. he ask you or did you choose? And exactly. if you chose to do it, you can't be mad at nobody exactly. but you. Because that man didn't ask you to do none exactly. of that. He didn't ask you to do anything. He of was that. being a girlfriend to a non-committed person you Absolutely. know what i mean and if you want to do that then the the, the results uh, you can't say nothing about the result that you get you know it's, it's on you yeah it's on you it's, it's on, on you. you it's, on you. it's, it's 100 on you because you made that decision yeah but that's oftentimes what people don't want to hear that's why they don't want to self-reflect it's easy to blame somebody else yeah we all would love it's to so play the victim easy. it's so hey ramona welcome yeah, mm -hmm. it's so easy to blame somebody else yeah. than to take a step back and realize, okay, I, I got to take some ownership mm -hmm. uh, in, in this. And because I did another show a few weeks ago uh, where it was supposed to have been uh, about helping this guy dating or, or whatever. 
And so he had some girlfriends on there. They were talking about how he was, and they was like, well, yeah, we've got to find a woman that, you know, can, can handle him. Cause he's like that straightforward talking. He's, you know, he's blunt and he's honest. And I said, wait a minute, hold up. I said, I get it because I'm a blunt, straightforward, mm -hmm. honest person. But just because that's who you are don't mean that everybody has to accept it that way. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. I said, so let's take, don't don't put it all on them that they've got to. So why do you feel like it's their problem that they have to conform to his behavior? To your hard talking self. Right. As you know opposed what I mean? to you right. taking you a step back. You don't want her talking to you hard, do you? Exactly. As opposed to you taking a step back and <laughs> right. realizing you ain't got to talk to her that Right. Way. Just because you, you feel like, you know, you want to be blunt and straightforward and honest. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, you can tell me the same thing, but it's all in how you tell it to me. Right. And there's a timing for it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And when people come in and he was like, well, I'd be like, you know, I don't mean to offend. I said, well, you that's already got me set up. You are, and that's what I said. You already got me set up because now mm -hmm. I'm prepared because you about to offend me. You just gave me the disclosure that you're about to offend me. And you don't care. Exactly. You don't care. Anytime when somebody says that, <laughs> yep. and now I'm not even listening really mm -hmm. to understand what you're saying. Now I'm listening to respond to whatever it is you got to say because you got me on defense. And that's what I tell everybody all the time about communication. You got to communicate on that person's level. Yeah. There are key words that you can say to somebody that automatically is going to put them on defense. Mm -hmm. And they're not listening to a word you say. Right. Cause I don't want to hear it. Because mm -hmm. uh, they well, feel disrespected already. Yeah, that like I said, mm -hmm. where I told you all those things. Mm -hmm. Huh? You got me in defense. Mm -hmm. We 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 about to go back and forth mm -hmm. because now I feel like I got to defend me because what you said you you meant to right. defend me because <laughs> that's why you said it in the beginning. Right. Because if you didn't mean to, you wouldn't have told me. Right. I don't mean to offend right. you. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. That's mm -hmm. your whole intent. That's why you told me that because you knew I was about to be offended by what you. Or you want to make me feel small. You right. Make yourself feel big. Absolutely. Whatever the reason. Whatever it the wasn't, reason. It wasn't. It wasn't a loving reason. <laughs> exactly. You had a purpose behind it, and so therefore, if you don't want me to feel offended by it, then you're gonna come at me in a different way, and you're gonna make sure that you're communicating it to me on a different level and that's something i say to men all the time you can't come at, men are logical mm -hmm. women are emotional mm -hmm. you can't come at her with logic mm -hmm. and expect her to understand Especially what it is she in her emotions exactly she <laughs> all up in her feelings she mm -hmm. ain't here none of your logic mm -hmm. none of your data none of your mm -hmm. statistics she ain't caring about nothing none of that the only thing she's worried about it's how she is feeling in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I said, anytime when you got a woman and she's emotional, the first thing you need to say is, Baby, I understand how you felt, how my actions made you feel. Mm -hmm. I didn't intend to make you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Now she's listening mm -hmm. because she knows your concern mm -hmm. is her feelings. Mm -hmm. And you can still say what it is that you need to you say got the whole time in the world to come across with your point exactly you know but, but you got to you calm gotta humble her down first and let the person yes. get to where you can even communicate with them. absolutely i said because all that talking is she upset and she's still nothing she ain't heard nothing you said she ain't caring about nothing you say because she's again she ain't listening to understand she's yeah. listening to respond right. because she's all in her feelings and she feels like you ain't caring about her feelings because all you talking about is logic and why and you did this because of this and this she ain't caring about all of that mm -hmm. so we, we don't care about all of that mm -hmm. 
Talk to me about how I'm feeling and explain to me how what you did made me feel. Right. Now we can have a conversation because right. you have admitted and acknowledged how I'm feeling in this moment. Right. Now let's address why you did it. Right. Once yeah. you've acknowledged how I felt. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that a lot of times men don't get yeah. because they're not emotional. They be like, I know y'all not emotional and you don't want to deal with the emotion. But in order for you to have a conversation with her, you're going to have to. Yeah. You're going to have to, because you can't expect her to all of a sudden come out of those emotions and think logically with you. It's just not how we're built. Yeah, we're not true. gonna do it. That's true. And if you really want to get across what you're trying to say, then you're gonna have to address how she's right. feeling in the moment. And once you address, and that's what I tell him. I said, now once you address how she feels, you really cut her argument off from under, mm -hmm. because now her whole point is how she felt. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. once you address how she felt, she ain't got nothing else to argue mm -hmm. with you about. All mm -hmm. she can do now is to listen. Right. To what you have to say mm -hmm. because you've already addressed how she felt right. and that right. you felt sorry for. Her. Right. Like now, don't just be lying to her. Be yeah. honest if it's yeah. how you felt. Yeah. But if you really want to have the conversation, you're right. gonna have to address that. So I I I love giving those little tidbits. I love mm -hmm. doing those different things. So I don't know. You might be a couples counselor at some point. Oh I <laughs> seriously, I don't know about that. I know <laughs> I love. I love when I have people message me. I have a gentleman that's a faithful listener to the show that messages me all the time and says that he learns so much and that he has grown to be a better man from listening wow. to the show. And those type of things humble me. Mm -hmm. Like I I love mm -hmm. to, to hear that and love to hear that people mm -hmm. enjoy listening to the show because I want you to feel like, like, I want you to feel like mm -hmm. you got something out of your conversation mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what we sat down. The show is about yeah. having a conversation. Mm -hmm. We talk about real life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you walk away, I want you to walk away with a different perspective than you had when you came in and you sat down mm -hmm. because that's what the show is about. Mm -hmm. It's about being able to look at things from a different viewpoint. I love it. I'm here for it. So I, I, I don't know. We'll see. You opened my eyes. You you gave me. You fought me, but you, you, you. I, I'm, you still, I'm still fighting you. I'm still, I'm still fighting you. Uh, I, I, I really, I really and truly am. Uh, because the other thing, I think I told you about um, the engagement I did with uh, some of my club sisters in the, the game we played. Yeah, uh -huh. and, and they wanted more information. Yeah, yeah. they still mm -hmm. wanted to, mm -hmm. to do a follow-up yeah. on, on that because that was, that is something I think that would be great amongst a group of people who know each other. Mm -hmm. Like you really would have to know one another okay, to, to, to really do that, that because you're given a positive and a negative about mm -hmm. that person. Mm -hmm. And so the only way you can really give a good positive and negative it has to be somebody that yeah. you know mm -hmm. but it's all about being open to how other people see you yeah and and being honest if somebody may write something on that paper that you don't want to hear mm -hmm. but can you be honest and take mm -hmm. a step back and say okay i can see how they 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 mm -hmm. saw that i, mm -hmm. I get mm -hmm. why they walked away with that perception mm -hmm. that's not the perception i want to give to them yeah. but i can see yeah. why they walked away with that mm -hmm. perception mm -hmm. of me and so that's that's, that's what I kind of want to get out there to everybody. I believe you'll do it. Out there. Well, I, hey, like I said, I'm open. I'm not mm -hmm. turning down anything. Yeah. I am open to all avenues, but I can't say that I'm actively pursuing all avenues. But mm -hmm. I'm open. If, it, if if the avenue opens up and the, and the lane presents itself to me, I would not hesitate to go yeah. down. You, you have some gifts that would be great at women conferences and gatherings and stuff like that. 
That's what I think. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll think on that. I'll, I'll think on that. Uh, I'll, I'll have to. I'll have to think on that perspective. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see that because I am about opening up women's minds and mm-hmm. and seeing a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's a bigger. I have to be honest and say it's a bigger struggle with women than it is with men mm-hmm. seeing that different viewpoint. Yeah. And I feel like it's because we grew up being told what a man, what what we're expected to do, what men should do, mm-hmm. and times have changed. Mm-hmm. And those things don't always still apply. Yeah. And instead of us focusing on who the person is or who that man is, we're focused on what society tells us that he's supposed to yeah. be doing. And even when the new age with this new modern male, we're focused on what society is telling us that he is yeah. supposed to be doing and what he's supposed to look like and all of these different things. Yeah. And instead of focusing on who he is as, as a person. And then we get upset when we're not able to manipulate or change him into the person that yeah. society tells us he needs to be. Yeah. But we, girl, we are over an hour already. Okay. We just sitting here chit-chatting. <laughs> I told you, I like to just go uh, and wherever the conversation um, leads me, I'm willing to go. And we just sit and chit-chat and just have a good time on the show. Yeah. But thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. This has been fun. It's like I, girl, girl talk. It was great. I enjoyed it. I'm glad mm-hmm. you enjoyed I do another show on Sundays called Cocktails with KO. Okay. And cocktail, I never have a subject for cocktails with KO. I really just get on there and whatever's on my mind, mm-hmm. I talk about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm by myself. Sometimes <laughs> I have, like, I will literally get on here and talk to people for an hour. Uh-huh. But I have people who come in and comment and we chit chat yeah. and we talk. Yeah. So I love doing cocktails with KO. Mm-hmm. Because it's just whatever's on my mind. Yeah. Whatever I'm thinking about, I get on here and talk about. I share with people everything that I'm going through. I love if that. I'm having an issue, if I'm feeling sad, mm-hmm. if I had an argument or a disagreement mm-hmm. with somebody, I come on here and I talk mm-hmm. about it because it's about me being open and honest and with people and transparent. Mm-hmm. Because that's again, a gift. That's how a can gift. how can I ask you to be transparent with yourself while I'm pretending to be mm-hmm. someone I'm not? Yeah, that's good. I I'm. I commend you for that. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. It, awesome. It's 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 not easy, but I accept me for who I am. It keeps you at peace. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have I feel like this. I'm I'm the type, you know, I don't have time to keep up with the lies. It's too much. I can't keep up with the facade yeah. and I can't mm-hmm. keep up. I can't remember what lie I told you. Yeah. And did mm-hmm. I say on the show that mm-hmm. I was supposed to be? The, mm-hmm. No. So what you get is 100% me. Right. People who know me personally be like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's KO all mm-hmm. day long. What mm-hmm. you, what you see? Well, yeah. When you what, first what met you me, is what, you get. what you see is what mm-hmm. you get. Mm-hmm. No matter what venue, what yeah. avenue, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. And that's what I love about the show because people love me for who I am yeah. and they accept me for my flaws mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm the first person to say, you right. I'm, I'm not perfect. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I'm petty. I mm-hmm. sure am. I'm petty Betty. Yes, I am petty as they come. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it takes my son-in-law to tell it. He'd be like, ooh, y'all just a petty family. Me and my kids, we are petty. I, I, I can't even lie and say it's going to be something uh-huh. I'm going to work on because it's just who I yeah. am. But 
I love me, mm-hmm. and I hope people love me for who mm-hmm. I am. So that's why I enjoy mm-hmm. doing the show. But thank you for coming on. No, thank you for and having sharing. me. I feel I like totally we, we flipped. It. The second half was all about me. I feel like. Oh well, we enjoyed it. I enjoyed <laughs> it learning about you. It was a great conversation. Yes, I have to have you back on again, and so okay. you can meet Pretty Ricky. But before you leave, I have to get you. We have to go inside so you can sign uh, the a wall. Waiver. Okay. Yes. Oh, I might. Okay. No, not a oh, waiver. Wait, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I have a signature wall in my studio. I have a studio inside the house as well. Okay. So if the weather is bad, yeah, like when in. it gets really cold mm-hmm. and different stuff, mm-hmm. like I actually just set this patio back up for my birthday show. Okay. But we're going to get out of here before we get into another may, whole conversation. May, may I give an announcement about an event I have coming Absolutely. up? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, guys. Check me out July the 30th here in Nashville, Tennessee. I am bringing you the Bold and Courageous Dinner Party. Okay. okay. So this dinner party is for female entrepreneurs, professionals, and creatives. So basically any working woman here in the Nashville, Middle Tennessee area. Okay. And my goal is to gather women, inspire them, and motivate them to know that they need to be bold and courageous in life and business. And I want to bring together women that are making seven figures all the way to $15 and put us all in the room. Okay. Because no matter what we're going through or how much money we're making, we all are going through similar issues. Absolutely. And we all Absolutely. have to encourage each other to be bold and courageous that you're going to make it. You can push through and you can just, um, you you can make it. So um, the event is July the 30th here in Nashville. Tickets are thirty nine fifty. Where is it going to be at? Um, at the FOP building on Welshwood Drive. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's not far from the zoo. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Mm-hmm. But it's a venue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to use that. I have a speaker coming in named Candice Janae. Okay. She's an international speaker, business leader. She's been helping me over the last two years with my business and building my business. I've watched her go from being foreclosed on her home to making $200,000 $200, a year within the last two years. And I've just seen her show up in life and be bold and courageous no matter what life throws her way. Okay. So I'm really excited about her speaking. I'm going to perform. Uh-oh. We're going to have dinner by person personal chef, uh, a private chef. And um, it's just going to be amazing. I'm inviting, I hope to have at least 80 to 100 women in the room. And I would love for your viewers to come. I would love for you to be there. Oh, most definitely. And, um, yeah, so please, everybody, look it up. Just go to a acameoexperience.com mm-hmm. and all the information will come up or either you can type in bold. And, I mean, Do you me. have a flyer or anything for it? I do. I can Send it to me and I'll okay. post it on, on, okay, on the page. Thank you. Yeah. Um, or you can go to my website, cameobobo.com, and type in, um, click on events, and all the information will come up. And anybody that's on social media, you are welcome to follow me at Cameo Bobo on Facebook and on Instagram, Princess underscore Cameo, and also on YouTube, Cameo Bobo, and all the information is all local. All okay, yeah, I will most definitely. What, what's the date again? July? July 30th. It's the last Saturday in July. It's from 6 to 8.30. Okay, okay. I'm... I'm that's my oldest daughter's birthday, birthday weekend, okay. but I'm pretty sure I'm probably not included in the, <laughs> in you the know, when they, they get older. Yeah. Like, I love that my girls are so close and they do couples things and mm-hmm. they travel and, you know, they always yeah. go to brunches and do yeah. different stuff together. But I be getting jealous sometimes. I be like, Damn, y'all didn't invite me. Like, why y'all didn't ask my she wanted right. to go? So I don't know if I'll be included okay. in birthday festivities okay. or not. But I will most definitely, if you know what I'm thinking about, her, I'll be there. It's not okay, a big number you. for her. Okay, I'll, I'll send you all the information. Please mm-hmm. do. Please I do. I would love to attend. Thank Absolutely. You. I'm love excited to attend. about it. 
Yeah, so I think it's going to be really great. I'm really excited. Everything's coming together, and it's, it's working out, so I'm excited. Okay, perfect, perfect. I love that. Thank perfect. You, thank you. Well, we're going to get mm -hmm. off of here, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Man, this far, it did keep us nice and toasty. It, did. Out here. it feels it good. Did. It was great. Thank y'all for tuning in for Red Wild. See y'all. I don't know if I'm going to come back Sunday or not. I might. Depends on what I got going on, what I run into. Thank y'all for tuning in. Good night. Bye, guys.